Welcome to the Grove Podcast. This is Susan Marks, and I'm part of the Grove Flourish team here in Atlanta. Our heart is to use this time to bring you teaching and conversations rooted in the Word of God that we pray bring freedom and flourishing to your life. In today's episode, you will hear from some of our longtime Grove leaders, Shelly Giglio, visionary of the Grove, Danielle Flickinger, director of our Flourish Mentoring Program, and Carrie Stanfield, Grove door holder and wife to Christian Stanfield. These friends sat down to have a conversation around understanding a woman's role through the lens of scripture and how a proper understanding of how that calling creates freedom for any woman in any stage of life to flourish where she is planted. In this conversation, these women discuss their unique spaces of life openly while supporting all of their different seasons with the truth of God's Word. We pray that this conversation meets you right where you are, both in life and in your needing to hear from God today. So let's jump in. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. This is such a fun thing, getting to be with friends in the studio. Yes. It's a dreary day in Atlanta, but all sunshine in here. Definitely (laughs) a bright spot. A bright spot. I'm very happy about it myself. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a great conversation just to talk about uh, just our roles and our calling as women through the lens of scripture. I love that. Um, You know, we talk a lot about here how important it is to be rooted in the Word of God. Absolutely. And so in everything that we do, the way we lead our lives, um, who we remember that we are, it's important that we're looking at Scripture. And so we just thought that'd be a great time to have a discussion around that today. And um, I just wanted to start by talking about Genesis 1. And in Genesis 1, uh, I'm sure we all know that it says that uh, God created man in His image yeah. And the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Right. And But then it goes on to say that we're to be fruitful and multiply, to subdue the earth and have dominion over it. And so just thinking about those scriptures, right. um, Daniele, when you are leading your life, like you have a, a really full life and an amazing life, amazing family, Thank you. ministry, you... Uh, put a lot of work into our Flourish curriculum Mm -hmm. and our Flourish program that you have just done an amazing job helping create and lead. And um, how do you see your role and how do you lead your life out of that place of knowing you're made in the image of God and that he's given you something to uh, take dominion over and subdue? Yes. Well, I am as well so glad to be here and looking at your lives and how our different backgrounds mesh was so encouraging to me I'm very passionate about this subject you guys know Mm -hmm. Um, and I think for me it started by the fact that I didn't grow up in church Mm -hmm. I grew up in a progressive city a big city with a mom that encouraged me to be everything that I wanted to be Mm -hmm. but with a secular view Mm -hmm. and then 25 years ago when I met Jesus I because of who I am and the way I need context and I need to understand things with my brain, Mm -hmm. I started studying scripture and trying to understand like, what is the difference? Mm. And I started getting pieces of it. Obviously, we all know the Proverbs 31 woman. Yes. Um, I love Proverbs and how um, 
wisdom is personified as a woman. Yeah. Proverbs 31, the stunning woman that she is. Yes. But that wasn't enough for me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I came across Genesis and mm-hmm. I study in particular called the five aspects of woman mm. that really blew my mind and taught me to start looking at these features that God um, created us with. Yeah. And it starts back then in Genesis um, when he, you know, he, he gives us a mandate for men and women. Yeah. And while he gives both of us different assignments and he creates us differently, mm-hmm. both of us have the same value. Yeah. And I think what I really was trying to understand was, is there value? Because it's so easy for us to um, read scripture and understand who we, who we are. And it's easy for us to think that we are inferior or mm-hmm. of less value. But God created us with incredible value. Yeah. Yes. He gave us beautiful features after yes. his features. Yeah. What does it mean to be created in his image and likeness? You know, he gave us limited power mm-hmm. to rule a space, a territory yeah. that is different than man's, but it's non-competing. Mm-hmm. And um, still called us to be um, submissive, and that doesn't mean that we are less. Yes. And it's a beautiful thing that we choose as followers of Jesus to do that. And um, I just love um, all that he created us to be, like being helpers to complete the picture of what he's doing. Mm. You know, man wouldn't be able to do it all alone, so we are there also to help. Right. And it also doesn't mean that we are inferior. So I love this subject. And I think in my life, um, it rooted me in being a woman, according to scripture, happily. Yeah. You know? I love that, Danielle. I feel like you do that. You play that role very well. Mm -hmm. And I love what sitting here talking with two friends who I think both uniquely are gifted to be of major service in the world that needs women's input. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it um, so oftentimes, maybe culturally because our world was um, sort of dominated by men, right. our, our, whether it's our work environments or our church lives, it felt like most of what we saw was men mm-hmm. oftentimes. It also feels like that that particular role has made our role seem diminished. Mm-hmm. Right. And the truth of the 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 whole idea from God is, is that there is no diminishing in the woman's role, that mm-hmm. there's actually a very certain place for women to serve and to be um, a very, very important part of what God's doing yeah. here on earth. Right. And I think sometimes we just need to redeem God's own ideas. Right. Oh, yes. That's we right. need to take back, take hold of mm-hmm. personally for ourselves, yes, but then for the world to say, this world would not be the same without women, and not just because we procreate, not right. just because oh, for sure. there's a reason that we need to populate the earth or to uh, raise children that are a reflection yes. of God, yeah. but because we are assigned right. to certain roles on earth yeah. and to fulfill those roles so that, like you said, the whole thing can be a complete Yes, idea. and I love that this this is for all women. Yes. It's just not for married women right. or women with children. Yeah. These this assignment, this this calling that God has for us is for everybody. Yes. yes. You know, it's for the woman that is not married but that have men in her life. Right. It's, uh, it, it's such a beautiful calling. Like yeah. one of these features that I love is 
being a life giver. Mm-hmm. It's giving spiritual life to the people around us. Yes. And obvi- obviously is uh, being fruitful is having children, right. but it's not only that. Yes, I, I, I totally am tracking with that because just thinking about the idea of being fruitful and multiplying, that it naturally we kind of go, oh, like childbearing or yes. um, literally multiplying, like Absolutely. taking our family and creating children and their children be- having children. But the idea of multiplying, you know, as I was reading and even studying this passage, that the multiplication is also not just about children, but about multiplying the kingdom of God. Absolutely. And um, like you're saying, this is for all women. So not all women have children. Shelly, you and Louis do not have children, but your multiplication in the kingdom of God is innumerable. I mean, we... Well, I think it's another one of those places where you can see scripture a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. And you can decide it at times that it doesn't speak to you because it's not in the obvious way. Mm. So be fruitful and multiply, I think, to most people, like you mentioned, Carrie, means have kids. Mm -hmm. And your kids have kids, and then you have generations behind you who have the possibility of being spiritually connected to God because of the way you've chosen to live your life. Mm -hmm. Well, for Louie and I, that wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. So the the opportunity for me is to do one of two things. Mm. I can either opt out and say, well, that scripture doesn't apply to me. Right. Or I can say, what does the scripture actually mean? Absolutely. And the scripture actually means to bring about people into relationship with God based on the opportunity that you've had to know me to invite others to have the same privilege. And so for me, it wasn't an opt-out opportunity. Absolutely. It was an engage opportunity. It was an opportunity for me to truly understand what God's heartbeat is and then to try to apply my life to it and... Uh, you know, there were many days when we were becoming aware or starting to figure out that we weren't going to have our own kids, that there was a chance for me to just go away, mm-hmm. to actually say, yeah. well, then if I can't really do what God originally created as the idea, mm-hmm. then I must not have a role here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like Daniele was just speaking, this isn't speaking just to married people. Right. It's not speaking just to people who have the opportunity to have children of their own. Right. Yeah. It's actually speaking to us as followers of Jesus. 100%. And as followers of Jesus, we are invited to not just follow him with our lives, but to be invitational to others to follow him with their lives. And I took him up on his promise. Mm -hmm. I decided that if he could leave generations behind who would know him because of my life Mm. of yes and obedience and yes and opportunity to say yes to him, then I would then have that fruit fruitful multiplication. Absolutely. I love it. So I absolutely just said it's one of two ways for me. It's an option for me. And I just I think about all the single women today who are like, well, I may never get married. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe God doesn't have this in the plan for my life. So do I opt out of his promise? Right. That's beautiful. And I just want to so say good. with all of my heart today, absolutely no. no you yeah. do not opt out the, of the promises of God just because you don't have the opportunity to be in the scenario that you thought that could be used to create. Yes. I love that. So, I love that. And how stunning that in the church that God entrusted to you, we birthed a mentoring uh, ministry that today is spiritual mothering yeah. all the women of our church. Yeah. 
It's well, incredible. mothering has a little bit to do with um, having kids, but it has a lot to do with growing into all God wants you to mm-hmm. be so that you can help others grow into the same. Absolutely. And that's really generally what mothering is. Mm-hmm. And it's taking on the wisdom for yourself and it's becoming what God wants you to reflect so that, again, you have the right to have the invitation to other mm-hmm. women yeah. to do yeah. the same. So my life certainly hasn't been perfect in many ways. Mm-hmm. hasn't even been of my choosing yeah. in a lot of ways. Not things I would have thought about my mm-hmm. life or ways that I really wanted my life to end up. Yeah. Yet the opportunity there has been the same. Yeah. To grow into the person that God wants me to be so that then I can call to people behind mm. me yeah. and say, come on, God has so much more for you yeah. too. Well, and along that, I mean, you uh, you are such a strong leader. I mean, naturally, like who you are, the way that God created you, wired you, Thank you're you. a natural leader. And even in the scripture in Genesis 1 and 2, it talks about how God created a helper to mm-hmm. Adam. And I feel like you pull a very... Uh, amazing weight in being a leader and even a leader of some men, but also an amazing helper to the people around you and to Louie, the way that you um, help lean in and support him and his calling. And you've come along and, and really cultivated not just your natural leadership, but even the things that you're saying that may not have been what you had thought you would be doing or your natural um, leaning in yeah. life, but that you were willing to say, okay, I'm going to cultivate this leadership, but also be a helper to the people around me. How do you feel like you've been able to um, kind of lay down the things that you uh, didn't see happening, but also the leadership that God has naturally entrusted to you and put in you? Yeah. I mean, I've said this many times before, but I really believe that it's true. I think the best leaders in life are the best followers. Mm -hmm. And um, oftentimes we think as leaders, if we're gifted to lead and God's put that quality in us to, you know, you kind of learn as a kid, like, am I going to follow everybody else or am I going to kind of do my my own thing? Mm -hmm. And maybe in turn, some people might follow me instead. You kind of learn that early on in life, on the playground. You learn it in right. school. You learn it when you're in line at school. Yeah. You kind of learn how how either you're going to just fall into what everyone else is doing or mm-hmm. how you're going to decide. I really think even under the teeter, teacher's leadership or the principal's understanding, but I really think I could go about it this way, maybe the same idea, yeah. but a unique way of doing it. And I didn't ever do it because I thought people would follow me. I did it because I thought it was the right way. Mm-hmm. And I think with leaders sometimes that we believe that we can lead in such a way that's the right way, but we don't have to do it under anybody's authority. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we are going to create a whole new path for people. And I say the best leadership happens under authority. Mm-hmm. So good. It always has yes. happened under authority. Yeah. The best leaders don't work without anyone over them. They actually submit themselves to the people over them so so that they can learn how to create new ways to do things, Mm -hmm. but under the authority of who's been put in control of them. And so marriage isn't any different than that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Marriage is very much similar in that I am unique. I have unique ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. I go about things in unique ways. I end up with people behind me who want to do it like me, but it's Mm -hmm. not that I'm doing it so that they will. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it because I believe that God can create a fresh and new way of Mm -hmm. taking something on, but never 
Do I do that without being under the authority of my family, Mm. my husband particularly? And his authority is what gives me the freedom to be able to act in that way. As a ministry, our ministry never operates outside of the authority that's been put over us. We have a board of directors who Mm -hmm. tells us how we can and can't act. It tells us what we can and can't do. Mm -hmm. And I would never choose even though we have a lot of authority in our leadership mm-hmm. to do something that's without outside of their authority. Yeah. So and so I think just as a, as a wife, if you are a wife today, um, you want to be able to you lead your family in unique ways. Mm-hmm. And you want to be able to, like you said, help your family mm-hmm. become all that they're intended to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to do that outside the authority yeah. that God has mm-hmm. put into play in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And you never want to be um, in a way like, I'm rogue. Right. I'm just out, out here by myself doing my thing, raising my kids right. however I want to raise them because I have the ability to do that. Yeah. What you want to do is do it in the context mm-hmm. of what God's created you to live Absolutely. in so that you can truly flourish, which That's is what great. we talk about all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We just want our lives to flourish. We want them to be rooted yeah. so deep. Right. In the person of God, that they really turn into yes. a beautiful, yeah. flourishing. And you life. said it. I just love this conversation because it brings us into context. I don't know my brain and the way I think. I need that mm-hmm. to believe something and to understand. Yeah. And even if you look at Proverbs thirty-one, that woman has to understand how God created her to be able to do that. And if you read her life and the way she lives, it's exactly what you just said. It's like mm-hmm. she's helpful. Yeah. She loves her role. Mm-hmm. She's not afraid of the future. Mm-hmm. She's not idle. She is active. Yeah, active. She, is. she yes. has this territory that she took and she is doing such a beautiful job with it. But she has to be rooted in something she believes in, she's free, mm-hmm. and I love this context. And I think that was the missing piece for me mm. for a long time. But understanding this story, our place in this story that God is writing, gives us this freedom. Mm. And um, and I love that this became part of what we teach women in Flourish, yeah. because I think it's such a an essential important piece mm. of uh, for us to be able to really believe what who we are but also fulfill you know yeah um, our calling fully yeah I was thinking about the scripture that says that the boundary lines mm-hmm. that were drawn for me Psalm 16 were drawn in pleasant places mm-hmm. beautiful I love that song. and I think <clears throat> as women, when we believe that the boundary lines for our lives mm-hmm. were drawn not in difficult places, mm-hmm. not in less than places, mm-hmm. yep. but in pleasant places, yeah. Amen. Yes. then we will take the space mm-hmm. between where we currently stand mm-hmm. and where the boundary line was drawn, yeah. yes. and we will fill that space with every mm-hmm. good thing. That's so I good. Love it. And I feel like sometimes because our understanding of what God has allowed us to be mm-hmm. makes us feel like the boundary lines are drawn in less than places, yes. and that's not what the scripture says. Yeah. No. So we've believed an untruth Mm -hmm. that somehow there's a limitation on where the line was drawn for us. Right. And God is so clear 
when he mm-hmm. says your boundary line is actually drawn in a very pleasant place. Exactly. And it's up to you to take that space. Absolutely. Right. That's between choice. where you stand and where that line is drawn. Yeah, yeah, I think like when you're talking about the Proverbs 31 woman, I mean, she is so confident. Mm-hmm. You can feel her confidence. I mean, it's not like a pride, but just a, I'm going to go out. I'm going to work eagerly with my hands. I'm going to buy a field. Maximize. I'm, she is, she's maximizing every yes. bit Super of productive. Who, yeah. who God made her to be. Yep. And I love it when you look at the word fruitful, mm-hmm. the word fruitful is to do uh, good and helpful things that reap good results right. or abundant productivity. Mm-hmm. And you look at her life and you're like, wow, she is abundantly productive. I mean, right. she is up before dawn. She is, you know, her lamp is burning at night. I mean, she is up late, up, you know, up early, buying fields, providing for her family. Mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, like even what you you, you just said, Shelly, of going you know, I think I, for a long time, felt like I had limited boundaries. Right. And it really has been recently that I've really gone, no, God, like you have called me to abundant productivity. That's right. And and I think that this idea, you know, we're all busy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like as women, mm-hmm. like we don't have to even try to be busy. We just right. are. It doesn't yeah. matter what season of life you're in. It's true. But to sh- take that shift and go, no, this isn't busyness, it's fruitfulness. Yeah. Right. And and not even just to like replace the words, but to look at it through that lens right. of going, God, let me see what I'm putting my my hands to right. and being productive in. Right. Let me see it as fruitfulness. And right. like right. through through this Genesis one fruitfulness and right. multiplication of like everything that we're doing in our yeah. lives can be towards that goal and towards that right. the kingdom and the glory of God. Yeah. And it's it's a beautiful picture. It's very um uh encouraging as right. a woman to go, I have a lot that I can do. Yes. Yeah, I think about the scripture too. I, I think about a lot of different things when you're talking, Carrie, but I, I've watched your life a long time mm-hmm. and I've seen you been in um I've seen you be in seasons of less mm-hmm. and I've seen you be in seasons of more. Mm-hmm. And I've watched God teach through scripture your heart to be free. Yeah. And to live into everything God has promised. That's so good. And it's beautiful because it I think the longevity of our relationships yeah. shows us all. And you could say the same about me. We could say the same about Daniele. Yeah. I, I've watched you understand more of who God's given you um, truly to be. Mm-hmm. And then I've watched you take him up on it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've watched your life grow. I've, go, I've watched your influence grow. I've mm-hmm. watched your family grow. Mm-hmm. I've watched your influence within your family grow. Mm-hmm. I've seen all those things happen mm-hmm. in your life. So I know it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for anybody today that's listening that might be living in the less, yeah. Yeah. let us speak hope and courage mm-hmm. And really, like, press into Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Press into Scripture and yes. understand truly what it says about your yeah. life so that you can live in that kind of a freedom. Yes. And it is game-changing. It is game-changing. game-changing. And it helps us evaluate. So many times we're going through life, and I really hope whoever is listening that is in this place will be encouraged to evaluate and see, like you're saying about fruitfulness, am I producing? Am mm. I bringing a, seeing a harvest? Yeah. Is this the place I need to be? I love yeah. this encouragement, Shelly. I just, yeah, I think about too, like there's scripture where, where, you know, I think of the little boy's lunch 
So there's 5,000 people on a hill. They're all really hungry. He had a couple of fish and some bread. And he showed up because he thought he knew it was going to last too long, which I'm like, that's always me. I'm bringing the (laughs) granola bar. I'm pretty sure it's going to last longer than I thought it was. Um, I'm prepared. You know, I feel like we show up with a meager amount, but we have enough to probably get by. Yeah. That little kid had no idea that God was going to take and multiply his lunch Mm. and feed all those people with it. Mm -hmm. But he came prepared. Mm -hmm. And I like that about life. Mm-hmm. I like that we can open our hands and bring the little bit we have, right? but we can hold it in such a way that God doesn't have to rip it from us, yeah. but that he can just take it out of our hands because our hands were already open. right? And he can take that, that little meager amount mm-hmm. and he can be the multiplier. So when I think about fruitfulness, mm-hmm. I don't always think about our effort. Right. That's good. I think about the God who's the multiplier. Absolutely. And I think about how we can take whatever it is that we have in our hand today, as small as Mm -hmm. it is, Mm -hmm. and say to God, I'm offering this little bit to you, Lord. And I pray that you will take this tiny, what seems to be a smidgen amount in my hands and that you can multiply it and use it for something that's way greater. Yeah, absolutely. And there's not one person, I would guess, in Scripture that was among those 5,000 people on that hill who every day of their life didn't talk about that miracle. That's right. right. I just yeah. saw some kids' lunch feed all of us. Yeah. I'll never not talk about that moment. And there's a bunch of moments like that in my life. Yes. Where I showed up with the tiniest, what I considered the smallest amount right. of preparedness. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. Lord, this is just all I've got today. Yeah. And he took that and Absolutely. ended up multiplying that and using that in multiplication of ways in people's lives. Yeah. So I want to encourage us all today that it doesn't take a lot right. for it to be fruitful. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have 18 kids for God to consider it fruitful. Totally. You could have one child and you could offer that child with open hands to the Lord. Right. And that one child could change the whole world. Absolutely. And so it doesn't have to do with the amount. No. It mm-hmm. has to do with the multiplier. Exactly. And he is able. Yeah. So. That's a great word, Shelley. Daniele, is there um, any way that you can encourage us just around uh, – what Shelley is saying, like this fruitfulness and productivity, but watching God do the miracles in in our what we might feel is our less. Um, I know you've had uh, you've you we don't have time for your whole story, but you have had an incredible story and journey yeah. um, over your life, and have had a lot of valleys, a lot of mountaintops, and um, wrestling. And so, how would you encourage the women listening today? Um, to really press into what Shelley's talking about and right. and how to 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 find their value uh, in the place that they're in that God has right. called them to. Well, I when Shelley was talking about, I was again thinking, you know, about the peace we have when we understand and believe who we are mm. in God's view mm. of us. Yeah. And you're only going to be able to open your hands like that if you are mm. really at peace and you know your value, you embrace it, you don't strive for that, but you boldly pray Mm. for what does God have for me? You know, if you're in a place of this is not 
all that God has for me. I've been there, you know. Yeah. Um, got married late, had kids late. I know my capacity. For yeah. a while, I didn't think it was wise to have seven things happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. In obedience, stayed home for a while, knowing that wasn't my natural bend. Yeah. But in my surrender in those days, mm-hmm. being home with my kids in that moment, I might cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I saw the Lord just just freeing me and giving mm. me incredible freedom and showing me my value That's regardless so yeah. of what I'm doing. Right. You know? That's so good. Um, and I remember one day just standing in my kitchen and feeling like everything is great. Mm. God doesn't need to give me one more thing for me to be full. Mm. And I still have desires. I still mm. have dreams and I still have gifts that I want him to use. Yeah. But he doesn't have to give that to me. Mm. Um, I'm not entitled to that. Mm. I trust him for that. And, you know, the more I grew as a mom, the more my kids grew, praise the Lord, (laughs) and became more independent. I am able to do other things, but I feel like Shelly just said it so beautifully and it's right. But for us to be in that position, we have to surrender Mm. In this confidence of who we are. Yeah. There's so much peace available to us. We don't have to strive. Yeah. We don't have to fight with God. Mm. We 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 need to wait sometimes. Mm. We need to pray. Yeah. We need to um, continue to trust. Mm. We are called to faithfulness. Mm. But God's timing is the most perfect one. Yeah. You know? And I want to encourage everyone listening that He has a plan for all of us, mm. all of us, and our faithfulness counts, you know, yes. in every dream we have. That's right. Um, if God made you, like, I guess the three of us, ambitious and full of dreams and with things you want to do, mm. he didn't give you that desire in vain. Like, mm. he's going to use you, yeah. and sometimes in places we're not, expecting Mm. but i think our disposition our posture in god before our lives and everything we want um is very important and i would just say to your discipline over the years and um i think again i was saying like with carrie i've watched your life for a long time which is such a blessing because i've watched you in really hard moments still seek seek god yeah. And to go after his word. I've watched you stay in the word. Mm-hmm. I've watched you build the discipline in your life of staying connected to Jesus, even when you didn't understand the season where you were in. Mm-hmm. And even when you struggled against the season you were in, when you didn't really want to be in that season. Right. And I think a lot of women right now, I'm sure right. a lot of them who are listening to this are in a season that they just don't prefer. Yeah. Right. It's a season of their life that isn't where they feel like, oh, I'm really thriving here. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a season of difficulty and challenge, right? but there's a way to stay connected to mm-hmm. Jesus in that season. And yeah. his word and the discipline of reading what the truth over your life, yeah. mm-hmm. of receiving that truth and acting as though it's true in your life right. will grow you into new seasons. Yeah. Right. And you won't always stay in the season you're in. No, Almost none of us get stuck in a season and are just have to live there. Right. Yeah. Most of us have the opportunity to be in a new season at some point mm-hmm. in our life. And yes. when we're in that new season, 
Don't we want to look back at that old season and think, man, I was growing into the person that God wanted me to be the whole time I was sitting there. The whole time I was disappointed that I was stuck here, I was letting God form me. And for my life, that's the whole truth. Mm -hmm. If you look back at the seasons of my life, the whole truth is in those hardest times Mm -hmm. where it was not my preference is when God grew me the most. I agree 100%. (laughs) I agree 100%. And it's the authority you were talking about. I could on my own strength had made several changes in my life in the difficult times. We can adjust, but I knew that I was to be under God's authority. That's what he had for me at that time. That Mm -hmm. was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's Simply doing what is the right yeah. thing to yeah. do right now, you know. And if we are under his authority and we truly believe that he is for us, and um, that's that's going to be. And yes. there's no better place to be. I'm telling yeah. you, even in the hard times when things are not, you know, doesn't feel, they don't feel the best in your life, there's nothing like the presence of God and the peace yeah. of God. Yes. You know, I can testify to that. Yes. I mean, exactly what you said, Shelly, and you, Danielle, just talking about the surrender and being under God's authority in yeah. the hard seasons. Right. And I can think back specifically right now on specific seasons when I'm like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish it was different. When is it going to change? Right. And those are the seasons when now I really do look back at and go, I grew exponentially yes. in those moments. Yeah. But I do think that it's a choice. Yeah. You know, that we can wallow in it, which it's okay to not like it, but like you can wallow in it. Yeah. Or you can say, Okay, God, meet me here. Yes. How yeah. can I grow here? Yeah. How yes. can I glorify you even in this season of hardship right. that I don't want to be in? Yes. And um I think that's amazing. Yeah. There's so much hope. So you much know, hope. Yeah. This word gives us hope. That's every right. single day is a new day, is yeah. a new hope. God's doing a new thing. Yeah. And the more we are rooted in this, the more we're going to be at peace where mm. we are. And that's my biggest encouragement is like understand who you are. Mm. Be rooted in who you are. Wait with joy and confidence that God is doing a new thing. He's doing something amazing. Yeah. And he he created us for a purpose with an amazing call, not in vain. We have incredible value. I love that. First Thessalonians 5.24. Faithful is he who calls you. Mm. He also will do it. Yes, amen. So just be encouraged today that he's at work. Yes. Amen. Well, this has been amazing. Love yes. you, girls. Love, love you, you so much, Gary so and Danielle. I think it would be awesome if we just took one second and just prayed over the women that might be listening mm. that feel like they're in a difficult or stuck place. Yeah, and just have them in our heart for a second. So, Danielle, would you lead us? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Jesus, we delight in you. We love you. Mm-hmm. We praise you. And we thank you for creating us women in such a beautiful, unique, highly valuable way. Mm-hmm. And for this incredible call and assignments that you put before us, um, I am grateful. Yes. I am grateful that you gave us the pathway um, and your word is such a guide for us and we have this available to us today. We're we're grateful, God. And I just pray today for all the women listening, um, for the ones in the mountaintops, mm-hmm. but also for the ones that are in the valleys. 
I pray, Jesus, that you will open their eyes to see who they are in your word. Yes. And that you will give them a disposition and incredible ambition, Lord, to understand who they are and to go after the things you have for them. I pray, Lord, that um, you don't only fulfill them with the plans that you have for them, but that they will have open minds and hearts and that their spirits will be just so filled up with an incredible excitement to live each day of their lives according to the the standards that you gave us. Mm. And um, there's nothing more uh, peaceful than knowing that you had a plan and that you placed us here for uh, for an incredible he- reason. I pray yeah. favor over everybody listening. Yes, yes God. I pray um, incredible hope. I know sometimes it takes living each day and waiting for the next mm-hmm. um, for us to see your face. Um, but I do pray that you give them this faith that is huge, that they will believe, God, that mm-hmm. you are leading their lives yeah. and um, and that you give them the ability to be faithful mm-hmm. and see the amazing things that you are doing. Yes. In that same passage that Shelley quoted right, right now in First Thessalonians, says that we are going to be holy um, and whole in you. Mm-hmm. And I claim that over every listener yes. today, yes, that you will so make them whole, but also, also holy mm, after yes. your holiness yes, in this Lord. earth. We yeah. love you and we praise you, Jesus, in yes. your precious name. Amen. 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 What a gift. Love you, girls. Love you too. Love y'all. Oh, amen. Don't you just love a good heart-to-heart conversation that's rooted in truth? Around here, it is our absolute favorite thing for friends to labor together over God's Word. We pray that you were blessed by it just as much as we were. We want to say a major thank you to our friends, Shelly, Daniele, and Carrie, for leading us so beautifully through understanding our pleasant inheritance. As always, we invite you to keep up with all The Grove is doing on Instagram at PCC underscore The Grove and to visit us at thegroveonline.com to learn more about our Flourish mentoring journey. We love you guys so much, and we're grateful you decided to spend some time with us today. We'll see you here again for the next episode of The Grove Podcast.